Hey. Hey. Hey, we just saw a movie. That's not true at all. We've talked about this. Don't break the fourth wall on when we see the movie. I am an eternal, so (laughs) that has no reality in my multiverse. Okay, got it. Well, on that note, we did see the Eternals. No, just Eternals. That's right. Don't say the the Eternals. Because that's like going on Deftones Reddit and saying the Deftones. They will murder you. Right. And these Eternals can laser your face off. So. Right. Okay. So, I'm Michelle. Yes, I'm Josh. (laughs) This is our podcast. We're gonna One talk day I'm just going to not say my name. And you'll just need to know it. Fine. I'll just introduce you. That's good. I actually yeah. like that. All right. Less work for me. Sure. All right. Anyway, what's up? Just thinking about laying on the floor. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah. It's exciting stuff. It is. <laughs> it's, you, you contemplate different things in life. Grand And at different moments, you think, I'm, I just, I'm just going to lay on the floor. Usually when it's hot, I'm on board with that plan. It makes me just want to lie on the floor. In fact, I did yesterday. After we walked home from Shake Shack, I laid on the floor in the hallway and you talked about something. I don't know, but I laid on the floor in the hallway. (laughs) I often feel like laying on the floor, but I feel like um, like a video I watched the other day about some sleeping uh, disease or infection that just makes you sleep and turned out to be... What actually Awakenings was about that movie in the early 90s with Robin Williams and somebody else. I always wonder, was like, what is this about? Why are people in catatonic states getting a movie? But it was about a guy who did research on how to get these people to wake up because they slept from like 1920 to 1960. Whoa, that's a long time. Yeah, and that's what I feel like sometimes. I feel like I'm just going to lay on the floor and then I think, oh, if I lay down, I'm not going to do anything all day. <laughs> just going to lay on the floor. The next thing you know, it's 40 years later. Yeah, something like that. I'm like, dang, I lost my job. And I'm also 70. Yeah. No, 80. 80. I forgot I'm 40. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird to think 40 years from now, you'll be 80. That's a lot. lot. Your lifetime's too. That's not a lot of life, but also is. Yep. It's kind of crazy. All right. You're going to get a lot of existential Josh today. Oh, okay. That's where I'm at. We're in for it? Yep. We're in for a lot it's of like deep I, thought today. It's like I just listened to the Dark Side of the Moon for the first time. <laughs> I'm like, did you realize? <laughs> yeah. Did you? Were you already in the existential thought before or after we watched all these breakdowns of the movie? Um, did that spur all of this I'm thought? often in some state. I'm in, I think... Well, I know they... I would love to break it down in some way and analyze, like, how the different states of my existential crisis <laughs> that I'm always in. Okay. I don't, I'm on, a, I'm on like... You need a color scale I'm on, for yeah. your existential... Like, if there's a five or a three, I'm on right. two or okay. four of whatever right, level so I that guess is. we'll find out what you're contemplating today. Lying on the floor. <laughs> Other than that, hopefully this podcast is not just going to... Everything will not circle back to lying on the floor. Eh, you've now started a callback, <laughs> so it has to happen. All right. Speaking about callbacks, um, my coworker's wife is a writer and a comedian. I don't know too 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 much. 
I saw her do stand up once, but I don't know if she's a writer actor that just like likes to do stand up from time to time or is like a stand up. But she, I said something on Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. I've been posting a lot of Instagram stories lately because I don't feel like posting, posting. So I have an idea. I throw it up and then it just disappears unless someone screenshots it and then cancels me for whatever I say. But I try to keep them non-cancelable. Um, but she said, oh, this this idea. So essentially what I said for the audience was uh, somewhere in the world there has to be an industrial park where there's uh, two milk processing plants. Um, also a lemonade processing plant, and then around the corner, there's a fudge processing plant. And then she said that... This is some uh, highbrow comedy, by the way. It is. It's very high. Um, and then she said Mike Birbiglia and Sarah Silverman actually riffed on that concept and did like rhyming schemes and all this stuff. She was like, you should check it out if you're into stand-up. And I was like, uh, I did stand-up for seven years. I had like low-level but decent success at it. And um, and then I talked about the can I kick it stuff, and she was like, "Holy crap! When I get back in town, we got to talk." So I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> you know me all the time. People are like, "Oh man," blah blah blah, and I'm like jaded, like, "Oh okay, let's sure." Okay, like, I don't, sure. Uh, we'll see. Like, like I don't. I definitely like hanging out and seeing where things go, but my brain's kind of like, oh, "I'll just lay on the floor." I'm just lay on the floor. Unless unless someone has a better idea. You just found about, a cable in your pocket. Yeah, that's weird. Which, 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 <laughs> I found a cable in my pocket, which was the style at the time. I think this is for my headphones. Uh, so here's another story of what we've been up to. We bought AirPods 3 because they're new. And we were like, oh, that'll be cool. But then you had ear problems. And then I. Ear problems. I had the. They don't. They hurt my ear problems. That's still that's your problems. It but Those it makes it problems. sound like it's like, like a hearing or like. Well, AirPods 3 would have nothing to do with that. They would just be straight up ear problems. (laughs) Doesn't matter what headphones. It's the problem with the headphones. So, okay, since Michelle's self-conscious about her ears. No, I'm just clarifying. I don't have an ear problem. You have an ear problem. (laughs) So, and then I've been listening to noise-canceling headphones for a couple of months. And I felt naked without them. Even though it's kind of funny. The So, we went back and returned them on Friday. And Michelle was scared. She was like, yeah, you were like, oh, I don't want to return them. I don't want to make a big fuss. No, I don't know if they'll I don't know if they'll come for me. And then the guy was like, I it doesn't matter. People do it all the time. He's like, I'm actually doing that right now. And I work for Apple. I was like, oh no, my main concern was the the tech waste, the ecology of it. So why did you still switch them out for AirPods Pros? Because I remember I asked the other day, I think that they refurbish this stuff and then they resell them. Do you know that? No. That's what I'm telling myself. So you, that's, <laughs> but that's what everyone does. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. This you were essentially I forgot to Google it. You were essentially you're essentially um uh uh Icarus. I think in that's what happens though. I think you're that's like, correct. This is our duty. This is what we must do. I think they send them back. They make sure something. But you wrong. keep saying I think. And they refurbish. You keep saying I think. Because I can't remember if I looked You're it like, up or I not. did. I I did my research. I went away. I did I my don't research. Want to misspeak on it? You didn't listen to the AirPod scientist. She's I'm looking now. right. She's googling now to to prove herself right in the court of public appeal. No, just to you. 
All return like- products are refurbished by Apple. But how do we know that? Says Cora. How do we know the government's <laughs> not behind this? Whatever Cora is. Isn't that those seeds in Breath of the Wild? The Cora seeds? Yeah, this Apple says returned are sent to the factory to be refurbished and then are used Quote as genius bar service you know what they're done? or sold. You know what they actually do? They send them out to a farm. <laughs> Upstate. They're like, oh, can I go visit my AirPods? Oh, no, no, no. The farm is closed. Well, that is the only thing I was worried about. But then the Apple guy was like, don't worry about that. Just return them. Do what you need to do. You'll have a longer time to test these out. That's right. If you want to buy something from Apple, you can return it. So we did. All the way up to January 8th. So if you want to try to M1 Mac and see if you like it. Right. Or if you have a project you're working on. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't like that part of it. Because that that's kind of there's there's a cost no matter what. Um, of buying things and returning them. There's always a cost. Plastic, the plastic sheath has to be put back on or whatever. So it's never great to, you're you're doing something to the environment and time and effort and all that stuff. The moral of the story is... Don't buy anything. Lay on the floor. Yeah, don't be wasteful. But also, the AirPods Pro fit my ears way better. The other ones were really painful. So I do not regret returning them. You know what I regret? So there. You didn't you didn't hit record? No, I hit record. <laughs> that would be weird. Yeah. Um, I regret nothing. Okay, good. Okay, so what we've been watching, what we've been watching, what we've been watching, watching, watching. There we go. Sometimes you just repeat it and that's the song. Sure. What what have we been watching? Or like most TV shows, they just go. What we've been watching, and it just like ends. You're like, oh, that was the whole intro of the TV show. Nice, and this is created by, was the name David Shore. Um, so I don't know what we've been watching. <laughs> I don't remember. You made a list. No, I, but it wasn't really what we've been watching. Oh, it's what you've it's just been what, watching. It's what I could remember off the top of my head. Well, I know we've been watching Married First Sight, and I was about to say The Good Place. But Ooh, the, Married at First other Sight. Place? What's the other thing? This was finale week, people. What was it? I'm not going to ruin it in the case morning you haven't watched show? it. Yeah, the morning show. Yeah, we watched the morning show. If you want to watch, if you want to see train wrecks, join the Married at First Sight subreddit. That is uh, <laughs> some judgmental people. They are out for blood for everyone, and they think everyone's the problem, and they're not as messy as the people on TV. They're like, I'm a saint, and these people suck. I choose sides. So we watched the finale and I realized that at the beginning of the season, who I had hoped and thought was going to stay together, everything just fell apart. And then the people that I thought in no way would stay together did. Well, there's the reunion show. So, so you'll find out yeah, that no one stayed together. Next probably week <laughs> is the real thing. We'll find out what really went down and who really stayed together. No one. Until the reunion. This was a. And then this, we find out after that who broke up right after the reunion. This is probably the trashiest season of I've ever. Oh, watched. it's been a mess. I was just like, wow, they they matched. Really did some horrible matches. It's been a mess. And then the people, the people weren't horrible, but do you think in their settings, I was just like, well, do you think Married at First Sight has maybe jumped the shark? Like maybe they're done. Uh, possibly. I feel like when I first started, was it like four seasons ago? It felt like, oh, the, I could see these people. Now it's just kind of like, now it's kind of like Scooby-Doo. It's like, hey, Scooby-Doo meets the Harlem Globetrotters. You're like, why are, why are we doing this? 
And it's like Scooby Doo meets uh, Leo Fender. And you're like, why is there a guitar maker in Scooby Doo? <laughs> so I feel like that where yeah. they're just pairing people together. I'm like, I don't understand. I don't see where, like, it doesn't have to be easy. Like, every relationship doesn't have to be easy. And everybody doesn't have to be like, you love baseball, I love baseball. You love cars, I love cars. You love flowers, I love flowers. But it's just kind of like, I love flowers. And the other person was like, I like living in the street. And you're like, okay, well, <laughs> those I mean, aren't too, what? And then it's like, oh, you know, I love I love baseball. And it's like, I hate sports. And I think if anybody who watches sports is a complete idiot. And like, why did you pair these people together? I mean, it is kind of the whole concept is a bit of a jump the shark concept. So, I mean, they are marrying strangers. But yeah, but you could do that in so many feeling, different ways. Yeah, it is feeling a little bit more maybe producer. I don't know. Like it's feeling. Yeah, we're definitely seeing a lot more of the producers on screen than we ever have. Um but yeah, it feels more like they need to do more, take more care, I guess, with these people's lives. I guess, yeah. You know, like, but they probably do need to do just more hands off stuff and just let people kind of do the thing and have very short increments of things that they actually set up for them and just kind of let them, you know, do their thing. We'll see. And yet we watch. For now, there's a new season coming in January. It, it better, it, <laughs> it better not be a bunch of mismatched people. Um, we've been watching Dickerson, which is actually Dickinson, pretty, Dickinson whatever. Angie, Emily, <laughs> I know it's, it's a joke. Um, well, that show's Angie. good. It, um, I didn't know all the people that were in it were in it, so that's cool. Uh, we only watched four episodes. I was really but. surprised you were watching it. I I honestly thought we were going to watch the pilot, and then you were going to tell me, "Oh, go, you can watch that by yourself." No, it's like really it's a funny show. It's not stupid though. It. It's not like boring. It's okay. not just kind of yeah. like like if they turn the Little Women movie into a show. I was like, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> but I feel like this is what this is like a better version of what. The Little Women movie. Yeah, I was. mean, it is very like Joe March and Lori, um, the writer, and then has the best friend in love with her. Yeah. You know, eventually he'll fall in love with her sister. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of interesting elements in the show. Um, I've been watching. I haven't finished it, but the new season of Big Mouth and I finished Dr. Forster Foster. Yeah, that was a weird show. I, I recommend people watch that. It. The first season, you're like, what? This is the problem. And the second season, you're like, what? That's the problem. What is the Dr. Third Foster season... about? I just woke up. That's Judy Jody Comer, right? Well, she's just in there for like six episodes of the whole oh, thing. Oh, okay. I thought she was the um, whole thing. But yeah, it's just like a doctor and her husband um, steps on her, out on her. And you think that's the crux of the show. And then it's deeper than that. Oh, okay. And then I watched this movie Hellfest yesterday. Don't watch that movie. It's horrible. <laughs> There's very little. It, it's a horror movie. There's very little killing. There's no real resolution. It's more of a short story that they dragged out into an hour and a half. And you're like, oh, I really could have done without done watching that. Else. Yeah. Laid on the floor. Yeah. Anything. So, yeah, that's what we've mainly I've been watching. I've been Part, watching Doctor half, Who. There you go. I'm in season Four or five. 46. Not sure which. I think I'm on the 10th Doctor now. I like him. He's funny. That's all. You don't know anything Doctor about Doctor 10. Him. Yeah. I know the, the Tardigans. <laughs> the Tardis. 
The the great TARDIS. Is that like a cardigan? A TARDIS with a cardigan? Is it TARDIGAN? Well, TARDIGAN is those water bears. Tardigrade. Oh. <laughs> Mercury. Oh. Mercury's in Tardigrade. They should have made a TARDIS out of a Tardigrade. A TARDIS Tardigrade in retrograde? Like you walk into his mouth or something. He's the spaceship. Or that thing in Dune that spewed the time traveling spice. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> time traveling spice. Yeah, isn't that what he was doing? He was like, <laughs> he ate the guy ate too much spice and turned into a tardigrade. I don't know. Um, cool. So the Eternals, tell us about that Eternals. show. Eternals. Did I say the? You did. Oh no, you did. I will old be man. lashed. No, it's not old man. It's just that's like when they say like, don't old people start calling things like the something? Yeah, but usually when you say like, you know. It's like you say the dogs. I'm like, no, it's just dogs. And that's not a big thing. But if you say the Guitar Center or the Moog or <laughs> All right. something like that, that's when it's kind of like, wait, that doesn't really need a the in front of it. So you were wrong. Okay. Eternals says IMDb. This very long, long movie. And this very simple sentence. The saga of the Eternals, a race of immortal beings, who lived on Earth and shaped its history and civilizations. It is a saga, this movie. Yeah, but it's, okay. a, it's, it's a short, long saga. There's more sog- soggy things happening. <laughs> There's more soggy things that could happen. <laughs> okay, here's, here's, the, um, here's my synopsis. Here's my rundown. Okay. So, in the beginning, we There was the word. There was the word. And the words are... These are the words you had to pay attention to. Oh, what was his name? Arashem? Sure. Celestial, Eternal, and Deviant. Don't get him confused. The beginning of this movie, I was a little bit unsure what was What's happening. What's Arashem again? That guy? The big the main guy. guy? Yeah. The red dude? Yeah. With the with the with the old uh Ford Firebird headlight eyes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the Eternals in so Everything Sorry. starts. Um, uh, yes. Jeep Ranger Wrangler. Okay, that's the eyes. Yes. Okay, so um, the world is the Earth is here. <laughs> the world. <laughs> the world is here. The Earth is there. The Eternals are sent to the Earth to fight the Deviants. The Deviants are these monster things that had been sent to the Earth previously to fight. The dinosaurs. So now they... Um, well, not just the dinosaurs. Well, to clear out the way for humans. Why are elephants basically. still around? Because they don't try to eat people. Mm, Stampy did. Well, unless provoked. <laughs> okay. So, the Eternals were sent to fight the Deviants and save the humans. Um, And then once they killed all the Deviants... <laughs> What? I'm trying to give a synopsis I'm just, here. Sorry, I'm just laughing about another <laughs> Simpsons thing. I wasn't trying to stop you. It was just like when they have the snakes and then the, the then the cats were gonna eat the snakes and then the then the snakes would, then the cats would be eaten by gorillas or something like that. And it's like who's gonna kill the gorillas? They're like, oh, the winter. The winter. They'll be. He said they'll freeze to death. Isn't cold, there something winter. where the dolphins come out of the water and try to kill everybody? Yeah, they have guns strapped to their. Yep dorsal their fins or something yeah yeah i wasn't trying to stop you i was just laughing okay a man can't laugh and dream about laying on the floor no you have to pay attention i am paying attention that's why i laughed (sighs) 
So the Eternals kill the Deviants to save the humans. Then once that's done, they don't get to leave. They have to stay on the planet to advance humanity. So the Eternals stick around. They help the humans figure out like fire and wheels and building and whatever. Building. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to put the in front of anything now. Building smash. <laughs> then we skip ahead to present day. The Eternals are still on the planet. Um, and the deviant, a deviant shows up again, um, which we learn later is because of global warming. Ooh, I, take that, Fox News. Wait, but so there were alive deviants that just got frozen, so they didn't kill them all. They thought they did. Well, how are you going to find all the deviants? I don't know. Okay, whatever. So they do that all somehow, the time. Remember that, like, oh, the Australian um, bow-legged tit titmouse has been extinct, and then one day one just shows up on a um, right because people don't know everything. So, all right, well, whatever. These deviants that were frozen in the ice caps or whatever got out because the, the ice melted. They got out. Oh, no, deviants are back. Now, they they say, oh, we got to go find Ajak. Ajak is the boss. Ajak will tell us what to do about these deviants. They get there. Ajak's dead. Dun, dun, dun. No. So now they have to assemble the band, get the band back together, go find all the other Eternals. So that they can fight the deviants what's again. The, what's the main guy's name? The um, guy with the six eyes? Arashem. You son of Arashem. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so now they got to go get everybody to save the world. They're making a plan. Then <gasps> betrayal. They find betrayal. out that their good friend killed Ajak. And um, then they all have to fight so that they can save the planet. And then they save the planet. But then a couple of them get in trouble and get sucked up into space. And we don't know what happened next. Cliffhanger. Since I can't say the Eternals, they're our heroes. You can say the Eternals when you reference them. Zero. But the movie is called Eternals. But they are the Eternals. So why didn't they put the Eternals? Because they didn't want to. They want to be dramatic about it. Okay, here's a few things I know about this movie. That was my terrible synopsis, but this movie's too long to go into everything, so that's what you I get. I don't think it was terrible. Okay, thanks. Um, Did you know this is the second longest MCU movie? It felt like it. It felt like it, for sure. Was like <laughs> Thor? Or no, Infinity War, one of them. Endgame, three hours and one minute. This movie was two hours and 37 too long. Okay. Um, also, <laughs> there were 10 Eternals in this movie. Too many. Which is why it was so long. But did you know that originally there were 12 in the script? <laughs> oh, like in the booble. <laughs> that would have been too many. Did one hang himself? I don't know who they were or what happened then, to the other two. And then one, one denied the earth after the third rooster crowed? Yes. I don't know why. I don't know who the the other two Eternals were or why they were cut, but there were 12. Wait, so they filmed 12? Or no, it was no, originally... no. Like script. script oh, okay. As far as I know, it was just script. There was 12 and then they got rid of two of them. Okay. Gemma Chan, who played Cersei, the main girl, Josh, in case you're not sure which one. Now I remember which. they said okay. her name a kajillion times. A bazillion times. Okay. She was the, you know, she was the main character. She is one of... Few people who are in the MCU twice. She was a Kree soldier, I guess, 
in Captain Marvel. She was like, I think she was like, uh, um, what was her name? Captain Marvel's little team at first. But then they had turned against her, right? Uh-huh. Anyway, she dies. Her character, she was Minerva. Oh, okay. I was about to say, well, why is she here? Yeah, she dies. So, um, but they then... They said, wow, we like the way you died. Well, Would you I like think, to be another character? I think it was Feige or somebody else. Feige? Maybe, maybe it was the director. Not Feige? I said Feige. You said Feige? Feige. Like Fagwa? Feige? Feige. <laughs> Feige. 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 Whatever. Like kind of come up on it. Feige. Yeah. Whatever. So anyway, somebody in that movie was like, we like you. We're going to figure out a way to to bring you back into the MCU at some point. She was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. My character just died. So probably not. Um, And then she got brought in for this. So anyway, mm-hmm. two completely mm-hmm. different characters mm-hmm. have nothing to do with each other. You can't, you're not, you can't like put them together. They didn't have anything to do with each other. Well, Deadpool's two different characters. He was some weird character in the Wolverine movie, and then he became the Deadpool that we everybody actually likes. Okay. Speaking of casting, Angelina Ambidextrous Ambidextrous Jolene. <laughs> I, can't, I can't with these names. Angelina Jolie. All right. Yeah. She brought all of her kids to set every day. <laughs> I don't know. Ate up all of food graphs like locusts. She might have. I don't know. Um, she actually called them and was like, Hey, can I be in your movie? Please. Uh... And they, they 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 told the writers, "Hey, Angelina wants to be in your movie." And they were like, "Who wait, Angelina who?" cuz they could not fathom that Angelina Jolie would be calling to be a part of this movie. She's like, "Excuse me, I would like a check, please. A nice juicy check." Yeah. I read somewhere that she was going to be Cersei, but then I read elsewhere that she was always going to be Thena. So, just a way better role for her. Right. I, I cannot imagine her yeah. in the Cersei role. That would be weird. Okay. Well, I, I did find that interesting. Okay. So, other people... I forgot. I was only going to do five, but I don't remember how many I've said now. Um, Oh, um, Makari. Lauren. I forgot her last name. Um, McLaurin? Rid, Ridloff? Ridloff? Sure. I don't um, know who that is. She was the speedster. She was Makari. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, obviously she's actually deaf. Um, her husband was the sign language coordinator on set and they worked in the name signs for Mankari was the name sign for her son. Oh. And then the name sign for, I think, Kingo or maybe Druig, I can't remember which, was the name sign for her husband. Oh. Aww. Okay. That's all for now. Forever. No, we'll see. You'll never be able to talk about facts of this movie ever again. Where do we start with this movie? I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of things. First of all, did you like it? I did. I didn't love it. But I'll say one thing that I was thinking is that I feel sorry for Iron Man fans. Why? And I don't mean that in just like the Iron Man, but like. People who got into phase one because it was so, it was like, an, it seemed like Marvel was going the direction of like revitalizing, revitalizing 80s action movies with a little bit of comedy. Where it's just like, oh, we're going to have, it's kind of like America slash tough guy slash 
you know, just blow up everything world. I feel like the uh-huh. first phase was kind of like, hey, look at me, justice, truth, the American way. I'm the, you know, bang, bang, bang. Destruction. I'm right. You're always wrong. Black uh-huh. and white. Right. Especially for people who didn't read the comics. Like, I'm not a big comic. I wasn't big in the comics. When I was a kid, I just didn't want to read the comics. I looked at them. So I don't know all the lore, but people, I guess the people that all the nerds did not like watching the movies, I feel sorry for those people. Because it seemed like they were giving the nerds some of what they want, but they were giving, let's say, the jocks a lot of what they wanted, that kind of 80s nostalgia vibe. But now in this new phase, it's going into like stuff that has nothing to do with, it's still a good and evil kind of thing but it's like what is good and evil oh, and philosophy like way deeper into and yeah it's like you got to start reading like 15 books to understand the depth and and so i feel like those people are going to be like in this new phase like this sucks why, why don't we just get back to the jokes and blowing stuff up and you know nazis bad russians bad <laughs> america good um and so this movie kind of opens up that more so where everything's just kind of like, who am I? What am I doing? You know, what's my purpose? Is it really just to, you know, get butter or do I have a higher purpose? Well, it's literally in expanding life? the universe. Right. It's expanding the universe of stories, expanding the universe of thought. It's expanding everything. So, yeah, I, just, I think those people are going to, they're going to hate this movie and they're going to not like a lot of different things. Like, I'm sure I didn't look it up, but. Captain America and the Winter Soldier probably was like, oh, this is going to be... There was a lot of action in there. But it was essentially the same idea. Everything since... I guess maybe like Age of Ultron has been kind of slowly uh, moving towards this idea of like what is good and what is the greater good and mm. can we have multiple versions of good or can is it wrong for me to fight for what I believe in and also somebody to fight for what they believe in and how do we who's in conflict and who's not and who's just has different points of view and who gets to kill who <laughs> and why and for what purpose, you know, because everybody's killing somebody for a specific purpose, you know, like Steve Rogers was killing someone for a specific purpose. And then, um, um, uh, psychotic, um, Captain America was killing people for a specific purpose. And then Birdman, Captain America, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, they're all, like, you know, so now it's kind of this thing where it's like, oh, well, the different universes are killing different universes or different galaxies or different um, creators or things are killing for their purposes. So it just becomes a whole can of worms that sometimes moviegoers don't want to deal with. They want to be at the end. They want to see people sitting on the ambulance with the, you know, <laughs> the, 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 the bedsheet around them and they get to kiss the person that they've always loved, while well, for some reason they have horrible bloody scars, for some reason they're kissing each other. But So you don't think there was enough... Well, so I agreed with um, the synopsis we were watching a little bit ago where they said they liked the movie, but there wasn't enough action. And I think when the movie has enough action and enough, like... The movie can satisfy both sets of audiences yeah. if done right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like possibly, like you're saying, like this movie missed the mark of, potentially missed the mark of getting to both audiences with a yeah. lack of 
action. Yeah, there was definitely a lack of action. I feel like you've you've definitely got to have that. I think it was to not as extreme, but it was definitely like that movie that I just mentioned. Um, what was it? Uh, Hellfest. Where I was like, five, three people died in this horror movie. <laughs> like, there needs to be more dead people in this horror movie. You wanted more dead people in this yeah, movie? Yeah, I was like, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, in that horror movie I was watching. Where yeah. in this thing, it was like, there were fight scenes. But they, like, they weren't really fight scenes. But I feel like on the other side of the coin of this phase, like, Black Widow was just a ton of fight scenes. And then just, they were kind of like, I don't really know what the story is. <laughs> they right. just kind of... <laughs> Threw a story in there. Yeah. Like the overall idea of Black Widow and the story is interesting and cool. The execution and the dialogue and all those things was like really bad. Here, there was a lot of great dialogue and story and setup, even though I was slightly confused because I don't know anything about the Eternals. Uh, But afterwards, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. The action then was just kind of like, oh, I guess we need to have them shoot some deviants and... Laser guns and whatnot, you know. The the fight scenes were cool when they happened. Yeah, they they, they were, were they decent were right. fight scenes, but there were ju- it was just it was not, not enough of yeah. them. Yeah, because they had to go around the world and find pick up ten people or nine people. <laughs> they had to do all that. So that would be funny. That, that's kind of funny if you did a heist movie, <laughs> but also you had to go and find your crew of ten people driving around the country on a bus. So it's like right. 45 minutes of the hour and a half movie is driving from city to city and talking about gas and getting chips and picking people up. Right. And then getting everyone's backstory because that's what you have to do. So you drive to Ohio and you're like, hey, what's that? And it's like, who are you? And it's like, it's me, Steve. And like, oh, Andy, what's going on? What have that- you been up to? Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, it's been 15 right. minutes. Well, that's because essentially shoot that's what we got, right? Yeah. Like every person they went to pick up we had to learn more about them yeah which is cool this is you know that kind of breadcrumb movie and what's it called is it called exposition am i using a fancy word i don't know i call it breadcrumbs <laughs> this now is another fancy. one of those breadcrumb movies where you get a little more information as you go um you know i i feel like if it had been maybe eight eternals or six eternals i was right what you googled this word word a day oh good job so well done gold star Uh, i'm a genius but if it had been less eternals then it would have been less time spent going around the world and picking everybody up less time on these breadcrumbs then we could have gotten to more action but like i was joking about which i just realized this is a captain planet movie so you needed fire water right we needed everybody everything to i don't know to hive mind Right. I mean, well, what, did, what was it called? The Unimind. Uni- the Unimind. Like, hive, hive Mind is trademarked by uh, <laughs> right. Universal or something. The Unimind. But overall, I did enjoy the movie. Because I went into this, I went into this with the rumors of the swirling of like, oh, the rumors this is of the, the swirling? Um, of the, <laughs> the least, what was it? The lowest rated MCU movie or whatever. Oh. Which is kind of rude. And to also, say, the movie but, hadn't even come out. Right. I was like, hmm. <laughs> I mean, give it a second, people. But, um, you know, I went into it wondering if it was going to be bad. Um, but I don't think it was bad. I still enjoyed it. I would I would say, I'm going to go ahead and do my tomatoes. Do you want to go ahead and do tomatoes? Sure, anytime. I would say 
my tomato would be probably like just because it was long, like 76 or so. Yeah, I'd probably say 72. Yeah. So um let's see. Oh, okay, I get it. All right. So the critics said 47, which That's is why everybody was saying this is so bad. Um, but the audience is 80%. So again, this is a movie that people enjoy and is fun. And maybe they didn't think about all the stuff, all the heady stuff. It was just like a fun movie. They enjoyed it. Or they are, did. And they got really into all the um, the eternal stuff and all the but thinking. But who are the thought. critics anyway? I don't know. Just randos. Doesn't matter. What are you looking at? I was reading this critics consensus. It says an ambitious superhero epic that soars as often as it strains. Eternals takes the MCU in intriguing and occasionally confounding new directions. Yeah, like you gotta have you gotta have um growing pains. That's the only way to get taller. Your bones start aching and stretching and you start um doing like the deviants. You're like, <laughs> you're like now you can talk. Chocolate. And you're like, Did he just say something? He's like, chocolate cookies. Yeah. Oh, wow. Interesting. First words. Chocolate yeah. cookies. Chocolate right. cookies. Good to know. Um, I think the, the whole... It's always interesting when you talk about um, how the world began or the universe began, because none of it really makes sense. Like, if you, if you look at the Bible, you're kind of like, wait, what? But if you even look, if you look at this movie, you're like, wait, what? And if you look at Greek mythology, you're like, wait, what? It, yeah. None of it all answers everything because it makes absolutely no sense. So when you boil it down to where, you know, um, like to kind of compare from like an, an uh, MCU atheist point of view. <laughs> I'm going to put that now. I'm an MCU atheist. So it's kind of like, okay, so so you have these gigantic armored beings that have six eyes where it looks like light comes out of. And then they, for some reason, are too lazy to clear a planet themselves. <laughs> but they made the planets, I think. Um, so they make these planets and they put all this stuff on there. And instead of just making a planet that... Or actually, instead of just having sex with each other, um, they make this whole convoluted thing of like, let's make planets... And then we'll put stuff on there that we don't really want. And then we'll create a thing that goes and clears the things that we don't really want. But then also we don't put a gene stopper in there so that they don't become their own kind of gods in their own way. And then once they clear that out, then we can plant a baby, one of us, inside of the planet. But then we'll create another group that will then help the the people that aren't um, vicious or the organisms that aren't vicious organisms uh, advance so that they can somehow have energy in them that could then feed. They're like an external yoke that feeds our little babies, and then our little babies pop out of these plants, and we have to just keep doing this over and over again. It's like, if you created everything, why did you make this so complex? Well, right. It doesn't sound like a very good plan. Like, it seems like to but us... But maybe it's one of those, like, you just went down a road and you're like, well, I guess I'm just committing to this. I guess so, but I'm just saying if under this idea of most religions and beliefs that the person is supreme ultimate being, why go through all this trouble? Right. You know, it's like, at least with from our flawed minds, you know, like you try to think, like if I said, I need to get eggs, 
from the third floor to the bottom floor, I would just say, oh, make a little tube and then put it on the third floor. And then it goes long enough down to the first floor. And I feel like creators and gods are like, oh, we'll create a thing that knocks on the door that then tells a thing inside of the apartment to go tell me to give it the egg that then gives it to the door. And then there's a guy that then is a take downstairser. And then he and you're like, why is there 70 steps in because this creation? It's a better story. It's just interesting. <laughs> it's just interesting. Like that's how we kind of explain the world is like this extremely complicated uh thing. And I said it was I was gonna get existential on yeah. you. And I am very sure. But yeah, it was just kind of funny. I'm like, this seems like a horrible process where there's a lot of places where it did go wrong, you know. You don't need well, seven belts to do one thing. Right. So I guess they created the Eternals to be like robot people so that... In disguise. Maybe they weren't supposed to like develop feelings. They left them on Earth too long. Um, and then they decided to defend this planet. Like, have did they try to defend other planets? Like, did it always... Did they always try this? We don't know. Yeah, we don't know that part yet. I, we know that Athena was affected by it previously happening. Right. Which I thought was a great storyline. Athena's it May, was What was it called? Me. Who? Her thing that was wrong with her brain. It oh, had a name. Her manic rage. Yeah. Um, because I think it was one of those kind of twists. What was the last one? Oh, yeah. Last Night in Soho. Where once you've... If you didn't don't know the comics or whatever, I don't know. Whatever backstory that some people are like, oh, I knew that. Uh, if you didn't, it's one of those after the fact. You're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And why she was, you know, going crazy. Oh, yeah, because she was like Centauri 6 or whatever. Like, we yeah. tried to save it or everyone's going to die. And nobody knew what she was talking about. Yeah. But then they realized that was a previous planet where they helped kill everybody, I guess. She's like, Tab is disgusting and it's going to kill people. Like, what are you talking about? What's Tab? So do you have a favorite Eternal or one that you, you know, did you, there's so many characters. People usually have a favorite. Oh, Hmm. no. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, they're all like, they all have their little things, but none of them like really stand out to me. Okay, let's go through I think... Mm-hmm. I didn't really like their superpowers. No? No. I didn't like Icarus. He, he was the bad guy? Bothered, well, he just kind of was in, like, he bothered me from the beginning. He seemed kind of lifeless a little bit. Well, then you found out then why. Then I found out he was... Holding a, a 5,000-year-old secret. A true robot. Um, But his... Well, also because we watched the boys, like, the minute he started shooting lasers the from exa- his eyes, yeah. all I could think of was Homelander. Yeah, I, yeah. So I was kind of already just like, yeah, something's up like with this Like he did, guy. I was like, mm, Homelander, that's yeah. weird. Well, I think the funny thing about this, and I, this is another thing to go back on my other statement, is this whole origin story um, idea is, like, I guess back in the day there wasn't a lot of examples, but it's kind of like when you talk about, you know, when you... Um, so, you know, I used to go out and, like, uh, reach out to people or proselytize to people, right? And you'd have some people that are 
atheist or believe in different things and they're like oh there's there in this text there's a story of a person being uh coming back to life or there's a story of uh the noah and the flood or whatever and it's one of those type of things where there's so many different like or even like snow um cinderella there's like a thousand different versions of cinderella and a thousand different types of ways and cultures and it's always like a, a slipper thing or a shoe or something leaves something um and so in this context, it's really hard because we have like these ancient stories that we've that were never copywritten from thousands of years ago or whatever, that now are being used for copywritten texts in so many different ways. And we're in a culture where everybody's borrowing from the same ideas and usually like more of like 10 of them instead of the variations. And so you end up with this uh this I think the proper word is malaise of of uh, confusion because you're watching Star Wars and you're like that looks like something from um, that looks like something from the MCU and then you watch the MCU that looks like from something from Star Wars and then you watch the boys and you're like oh, that looks like, like our brains were something from the Walking the De- Dead yeah and you're like then you watch this and so it's a- and then also now there's only like four companies that produce everything right. So they're reusing assets. So the stories are reused of stories we've been told for thousands of years. And then the assets are being reused. And then the people who came up with these ideas were also, everybody's in business. So they're all trying to one-up each other. So you can have one-to-one copies from DCU to MCU. And then like The Boys is a... a, breakdown of the dcu and mcu and all the comic books from the 40s and 50s and then you have like the walking dead which then pulls from john romeo and all these different different things and so you have these like offshoots that are taking shots and borrowing and then the originators are borrowing and so you end up with this kind of thing where you watch a movie and then you see like 45 stories and you're also wondering if you're going to end up in an M. Night Shyamalan thing where you're like, wait a minute, this was just, uh, you know, the whole time it, it was just... This was that celestial dreaming. Yeah, or whatever. And so that I think that's what makes it hard about these movies because anytime somebody has an overlaying um, power or ability or something like that, you immediately go to the first thing you ever thought. Or, you know, okay. and then we got Rick and Morty. So their powers <laughs> didn't feel fresh enough for you. Yeah, but that's kind of the movie. The movie, I think the good thing about this movie is it brought out the idea of everything is a deviant of everything else. Like everything is like, oh, I've got this. A var- yeah, a variant. And it also deviant. Derivative. <laughs> like a derivative, yeah. Um, where it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, you know the story about well, this person? This is actually the reality And they even call it, it. out. That, well, for one, the sort of the Eternals people, they actually, they essentially take credit for the gods and store the like right. Greek gods stories that we know of it's actually them telling those stories right. or basing them on themselves it's it's a, um, it's a valentine or saint nick type thing where there's this original person and then as time goes on like these stories get kind of changed and brought to like a form that you understand and not really that the actual reality story. of he they came from a six-side light bulb. <laughs> but then they also reference what you're saying in when that when Fastos's son um calls Homelander Superman or Icarus calls. Yeah, I was like, wait, Homelander. 
Bastos's son calls yeah. Icarus Superman. He was my favorite character. The kid? Yeah. Okay. It was like he was rapping. He was like, you look like his fingers. He was like, it's like he was doing a verse. He's like, you look like Superman because he's got something in his hand. Lightning beams all my man. I was like, oh, so, hey, hey. oh, yeah. Well, this was his very first role. Oh. He made his debut in the MCU. Rhymes. Yeah. Like dimes. But, I mean, they did call that out. You know, they referenced the, the Greek gods and they... right. Called him Superman, obviously, because he was Superman without a cape. Right. Basically. Does Superman oh, yeah, he yeah. does shoot lasers. He's got lasers. They're but his laser, yeah, they're red, yeah. Not gold. But this did remind me of when we were watching the breakdown, and they were talking about how the powers were gold, and they shimmered gold. Like, when Makari yeah. ran fast, we saw the gold, and all the... The things they were finger shooting, guns. the finger guns were, it was all gold blasts of energy. The swords were good. Um, wasn't that, didn't the, um, the, uh, rings from Shang-Chi, they were one color when the dad had them and then they switched to gold yeah. when they came to the good side. <laughs> they went yeah. from the dark side. I think maybe they were probably red. Um, and then they went gold. So I wonder, this was like reference to like, these are the good guys. But they're Maybe. not, are they? Well, that was the debate. To us, they're definitely not the good guys. King goes, well, they saved the planet, so... Well, they ended up being the good right. guys, but their source of power is gold. And where does their source of power come from? Who is who is he who gives you, he gives them strength? Arashim is red, so... No, but I'm saying his eyes radiate gold. Mm, that's true. Maybe like, they're getting their power. Their pa- yeah, their power comes from Arashim. The um, the the intent, the inside, the deep down is altruistic. Well, because they are creating worlds and creating universes. So yeah. that was but, the whole debate the when M- they were. But here's the MCU atheist speaking here. Why if the why create these people to then destroy them? What have they done to you? Why are you, why is there so much suffering in the world? Because why they didn't are anybody creating, help because we have our, Thanos? our only earth view. I can't believe in a God that has six <laughs> eyes and will force okay. me. Well, this brings me to, to one live of, to his standard. One of the good scenes. Well, I was in and out on this scene, but it was good to see how many people were left at this point. Nine of the Eternals were debating this very point. Like, once they the 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 um what is it the blindfold was ripped off and they were all yeah. made aware of their actual intent and purpose. Once they ate the 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 from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Right now they understand and now they're debating. Well, who are we to go against our purpose? Or um, we can't let this planet perish. We've spent all this time cultivating these people and we love these people. How can we let this just be for nothing and just? be destroyed in the name of creating all these other things. That's so. the true question. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, you know, that was, what was it? They were saying this is a movie about conflict of purpose and love. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Icarus never came around. So he flew himself into the sun, which was so very on the nose for yeah. his character. It's like, I'm totally about to, <laughs> Do what you thought I already did. Do we think he actually perished? Or he just, if it doesn't matter. If you don't matter. see a body, it didn't happen. Right, and also he's Which not is very real. hard, but it's very hard to prove that someone's dead when they fly into the sun, you know? I mean, yeah, there's 
not going That's to be not, a body. Yeah. But I guess you could do some sort of really, really, really low level like uh, electron, not electron microscope, like ion but, microscope. But since he's not real anyway, then what do you mean he's not real? He's not real. They oh, just he's like a make, robot thing. Yeah, they just okay, make new so. ones every time. So they store yeah, the they memories. Yeah, I guess they could make a yeah. They just make a new Icarus. Yeah, that's true. And he won't even know what's up. I wonder how many of them they they have been. Like how many you were saying how many times have they rebelled? So how many times have that has either people rebelled or given up and like killed themselves? And then they're just mm. like, oh, okay, whatever. Right. And then they just make a new one. Right. Yeah. These are all the questions. These are the questions <laughs> that we must know. I liked Sprite. Yeah, Not like cool. wasn't my like a favorite. I character. love Sprite. The drink. I know you do love Sprite. I haven't drank in a long time. I though. liked Sprite. I thought that was a nice character. Um, except for when she threw a fit at the end. I thought that was weird when she took her boyfriend's side. Her, she was in love with what's his face. Oh, Icarus. right, right. And well, she's a, she's well, she's not a kid. But. Well, that's the thing. Is she didn't. She was in a child's body. Obviously, right. but she's still 7,000 years old. Right. And so you're not a child, but maybe. But maybe over time, because she was hanging around so many humans, she she kind of assumes a role because everyone treats her like a child. Well, that like and she I'm went to the bar and she couldn't drink. But remember, she made herself look like an older person so that she That's could true. Like, talk to people. Oof. Very, very, very problematic. Right. So, um, but I, be- I thought that at the end, I mm-hmm. thought she's going to, pre- I thought she was pretending to go with Icarus so that by his side, she could be a th- like a thorn in his plan, like to thwart uh-huh. him. I thought she was going to like double cross him, uh-huh. but she didn't. And I was disappointed in the character. I was like, oh, come on. And then literally stabbing her friend, her BFF in the back yeah. was not cool. I was very confused about um, how people die and how people get hurt. I was like, yeah, because if they're Eternals, how, yeah. Like, why are we stabbed. so worried about them getting hurt? I know hurt. you feel pain, but when she got stabbed, she was like, oh my gosh, I'm dying. And then she was like, oh, wait, no, I'm not. And then right. Like, <laughs> then she was fine. Like, wait, what? She's like, I'm going to run across I'm this surely, volcano. Surely she's been stabbed, hit by a car, or trampled by a horse or something. Right. And she was just like, oh, my goodness. Like, the first time you're like, oh, no, I'm going to die. And you're like, oh, well, maybe Well, and not. all those deviants you're fighting, it's not like you're going to come out of that unscathed. Right. Yeah. And, oh, that was so that, um, I well, we'll just stay on Sprite. The Yeah, that must suck to be, yeah, spend 7,000 years as a child. But I thought yeah. the funny thing was that she wanted to grow up. And then once they made her a, a human being, like, why would you do that for the sole reason? <laughs> Here's the reason. Uh-huh. So you're 7,000 years old, right? Then you become a middle schooler. Then you're in middle school with a bunch of dummies. You've been alive 7,000 years. You know human history. So you got to sit through the lies about right. the, the, the Alamo and the <laughs> right. Civil War and Davy Crockett and, and Columbus and She's going to have to keep her mouth shut. And Cortez. She was there when Cortez. They're like, well, you know, they came in and they were trying to, like, you know, give them the, the the gospel and blah 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 and like some things ensued and she's like no dude <laughs> they like literally slaughtered those people and then you like all human history she knows that she was there so that would be annoying you already know it and you know the the weird intentional and unintentional fallacies of that then you've got some guy like hey what's up i'm hunter do you want to watch me like ride my skateboard look i could do a trick she's like i freaking 
have seen but dudes like... But she wants like, this human connection. She'll go with I it. understand that. She'll adjust. You think she'll adjust? I think she'll People adjust. People have a hard time. I think with, she's going to be the brat in school, but she's going to want that connection people, to people. People have a hard time dealing with people that don't know that the etern- that Eternals are Eternals and maybe, not the Eternals. Maybe. And she's spent this much time and she's going to uh dealing with humans and she's going to want to hang out and marry maybe, some 20-year-old dummy. Maybe. Sprite will get her own Disney Plus TV show spinoff and we'll see her going to school. That'd be horrible. Because <laughs> like, think about it. Safe just by think the about bell. <laughs> Eternals. The, but just think about the horrible mansplaining. Like, what kind of level of mansplaining would you get if you'd been alive 7,000 years? And someone's right. like, hey, did you know that uh, platypus are not really or maybe mammals? maybe she'll like, just oh speed through school. She'll be deemed a genius. Oh, yeah. she'll, graduate she'll graduate early. early. But then she's putting herself in the same situation. She's going to put herself out of the context of the her peers, basically. Yeah, well, she's... Her visual uh, peers. The, yeah, the thing is, is that she's way above anybody. Like, but she's way above she, the oldest person she, in the world. She acknowledged this at the very end of the movie. She seemed very annoyed that she had to go to school. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it was just kind of like she chose. didn't think that through. Right. Because that whole process... Like, I think living She'll forever... She'll adjust. She'll be fine. I don't think so. I think living forever, that's the main problem. It's the love aspect, and it's you're always alone. You're no matter even if you're in a room, you're alone because like remember I was telling you about working with somebody who's just getting in getting back into music and how excited they are. And I'm like, I've been like at this for a while and I I'm excited to do projects, but I'm not like a year into it excited. So just think about everybody's like, Happy New Year. We're you know, we just graduated college. There's gonna be some great times happening. It's like not unless a war starts or a plague. Well, but, or- <laughs> but she is still experiencing new things. That is true. So it's just because she's seen everything on the planet already doesn't mean she won't still be interested in the new things coming. No, that's not what I'm saying. It's just that everything is cyclical. And if you've lived through you and know, it will all take new meaning because she can die. Well, that that's that. See, that's the that's the huge There's part. There's new stakes. There, everything is cyclical, so that's boring. But she knowing could get that hit at by some a point, bus next week, so <laughs> like, well, know. dead at fourteen, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, I was Bad the plan. main thing. I was just like, because everything is so cyclical, and she's experienced almost everything. Yeah, the only thing would be knowing that you're possibly experiencing this for the last time. Right. Where most of us, we don't know what we're experiencing for what amount of time, how. But she's known forever, like, oh, this will happen again. So I think, yeah, that might be the the thing, is that she realizes this will be the last time I'm turning 15 or 16 or whatever. Well, I guess she never turned anything before. No, she just showed up. Yeah, so it's like, it's versus like, this is my 5,600th year on Earth, and then saying like, this is my... 14th plus whatever amount of time. And after that, like it's going to end at some point. So that was my, that's my only okay. thing of, that was funny about that character being a real child, real Pinocchioing. Well, also, um, it's funny all the references to Peter Pan because I think this character was inspired by Peter Pan or the other way around. Um, now I think this character 
Well, technically, it's is the Peter Pan? Is, He's yeah, it, it's inspired by because Peter Pan was written before this character was created, right? So essentially, she's what? What do they call them? Well, the Lost Boys that never they never age, right? right. So in Never Neverland or whatever. So she is Peter Pan. Well, it's it's a funny also Tinkerbell. <laughs> it's a funny like the like we were saying the fourth wall thing. It'd be an interesting primer um, diagram showing just her in general because she. Is not a real character, but she's portraying a real idea of a character that then um, spawns the idea of the characters that we know. I need a diagram for that sentence. That's what I'm saying. So she inspired Peter Pan in that world because she existed before Peter Pan. She inspires all the little... Uh, when you go to the museum and you see those little sprites everywhere oh, and those right, little right, right. Ad, you know things on like mushroom, yeah. she inspired all that. But yeah. in our world, she doesn't exist. But right. then, but then you tie it. But Peter Pan exists in that world. So it's, this, it's that strip of paper where you flip it and then glue it to itself. And so it's like mm. the outside is the inside is the outside. Right. The end is the beginning is the end. The infinity type loop type thing. So yeah, yeah that's kind of like where she's at in that whole reality fakeness. Right. Whatever. Okay, what other characters did we love? I liked um I like, Kingo. That is all right. I was hoping he <laughs> I would was I was hoping he would have more depth? I was hoping I not depth. I thought that because he's a comic, I thought that he was gonna be um like I guess what Thor became. Mm. Like the comic relief or like Guardians of the Galaxy. He kind I thought of he was, was gonna be him and Karun. Yeah, but it wasn't like to that same level. Yeah. Because everything had to be dulled down because there's 10 people on set. Right. But I was thinking he was going to get more comedy shine than he did. Yeah. But I liked his sidekick. I liked all the side people. Yeah, sidekicks are usually the best. And the characters that everybody loves. (laughs) Because he was kind of... He was kind of like our lens, essentially. He was kind of like the character. He was like the audience in right. a way. They're usually the everyman, or yeah, like the audience. They're they're our ad. They're us. Yeah. So, and I think um, that it was a genius idea because at the beginning they talked about the how you're gonna live through this time and people that know that you don't age. But I like how he was like, oh, yeah, my grandfather and my dad. The funny thing was, that is was that great. what happened to his d- grandfather and his dad, because let's say he acts for 20 years, he doesn't age. So then he's like, I'm going to retire and you'll never see me again. Here's my son. Right. Because you can't also, you know, when there's dinners, you're like, oh, I have a son. And they're like, why do we never see your son? And then all of a sudden your son just shows up. Maybe, at 25. maybe you, they retire from acting, then they move away. Like, they're like, I'm going to go live on some remote island or whatever. Disappear for a little bit. And then he comes back. Uh, yeah, maybe. As the He's grandson like, or whatever. Right. I, I've i been on this remote island learning to act. I'm ready to take my dad's place right. 20 years later or whatever. Right. Yeah, maybe so. I, I was Somebody needs to do the math and see if that works. Because it was only like 80 years or 90 years how you would go about right. constructing this ruse. Right. To where the paparazzi won't find you. This is a movie that did make me feel like now I want... I would want more of all of their individual stories. Yeah. Maybe not all of them, but, you know. I I think it'd be interesting to learn more about Kingo and his life. How he spent all that time. I'm sure we're going to get a... Since they all split up. 
Right. Since they made a point of they all live their own stories, their own lives. So I think a, a Kingo spinoff where um it's a Disney plus like short, like twenty minute, thirty show. minute Bollywood movie. Oh. Or it's like a it's it's like a highlight of the movies, all the movies he did in his career. Yeah. So it's just Apparently a bunch of Bollywood they filmed dances. A much longer um portion of his whole Bollywood set. Oh. Like they did a much bigger production yeah. and filmed all that, but it all got cut. The funny thing about that whole thing was that was the saddest part of the movie. Hmm. When they were like, hey, we need to take care of these demons. They're back. And he's like, but all these people work for me and they depend on me for right. money. And I was thinking about all the strikes that people were doing uh-huh. and, and what happened on Rust and all these different things. Like all these people are depending on these productions to go well so that they can feed their family. And then he's like, sorry, I got to do something that I, I can't tell go. you about that yeah. actually is for your own good, but you're going to hate me. And I'm going to like, how is he doing in the press now that? Well, he wasn't gone very long. Because they only had six days to save the earth, to save the planet. Only got four minutes to save the world. Right. So, yeah, he wasn't gone that long. He just had to shut down for a week. Oh, okay. And then he wasn't even there at the very end. So he was only gone probably like four days. He was gone four days. It's like, okay, production's back on. And like, oh, wait, we need you to come back to finish whatever we were talking about. Uh, Because he did come back at the end, right? No. He wasn't a part of the big end fight. No, I'm I'm after the fight. Like the end of the movie. He oh, back. he got sucked away into the um thing. Well, that's really now the problem. <laughs> yeah. How long is he going to be? <laughs> well, now he's just disappeared. And now people are like, what's going on? But They're yeah. like, oh, no, he ran off to Africa. <laughs> right. Uh, who else? Um, Brian Tyree Henry. It's a very difficult name to say. It is. It's a lot of job. I try to say, it. I think I always end up, I have to say it slow, else BTH. I'm going to say like, Byrie Tyree. Are you going to say the guy from Henry. Modern Family? Or Mo- yeah, Modern Family. What's Mm-mm. that guy's name? I don't. Je- Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, the funny thing is, is I like... What is, how do you say his name correctly? Kumel. That's what That's what all the uh, all of his friends say, so I'm going to go okay. with that. Kumel. Well, that's what... Um, no, what's I'm just, his name? isn't that his name? <laughs> Kumel? I always say Kumal. Oh. I was I was wrong. Oh, That's you fine. were wrong. Okay. Yeah. Um, so uh I wanted more of him and I wanted more of Jesse because I really liked those two Brian? Brian yeah. See. because <laughs> uh, I really liked those two characters. Yeah. Um or two actors. Yeah. Uh but alas. again. 25 people 25 in this movie, people. everybody and, only gets and, seven and, minutes of screen time. And deviants and, you know, side characters. Here's the thing. I wanted more Kamel. I wanted more Brian, Tyree Henry. Um, we got plenty of Angelina Jolie, which I think was great. Um, yeah. We got plenty of Sprite. I, whatever, Icarus. Gemma Chan did good, but Cersei felt kind of dull. Cersei was just a car. She was a device for us to get from one place to the other. Yeah, I guess so. She seemed more interesting before all the conflict started. Right. Like because we needed to find somebody. We needed to be inve- we need to be invested in that sport utility vehicle so then it could drive us to all these <laughs> okay, yeah, things. I guess so. And then after a while you're just like, eh, it's just a car. And you're like, yeah, but it's a Lamborghini. Like, yeah, it's just a car. Right. Or you know who else? And we, who else we haven't even talked about is Gilgamesh. 
You know what's funny? So the guy who played Gilgamesh and the guy who played Icarus, I was confused for about 30 minutes because I kept thinking, oh, that's Bucky and that's Wong. Oh. Like those two people looked, they both looked like other people in the MCU. Uh-huh. So I was like, even in the previews, I was like, why is Bucky in this movie? You, and I was yeah, like, yeah, you do hmm. keep saying that. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's not Bucky. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I can see that. But I like the Gilgamesh character. I thought he was funny. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah. I liked his um his spit beer. So they kind of had like three ish um comedic relief characters. Yeah. Like Gilgamesh Wait, had three? his moments. Gilgamesh, okay. Right. Cause you know he had the thing with the the apron that he put on was silly yeah. and the spit beer and like he had some little bits that uh-huh. were kind of funny. Then we had Karun. Uh-huh. And um then Kamel had his little moments. Yeah. So it was like they didn't just put it all on one character. They kind of doled him out a little bit. Mm, that's interesting. Ish. That's true. But I was very upset that they killed Gilgamesh. Oh, right. He is dead. Right. Because well. we lost three Eternals, right? We lost Ajax, Gilgamesh, and then if you want to say we lost him, Icarus flew himself into the yeah. sun. Icarus is dead to us. Right. Hmm. Oh, and... um. Anyway, I enjoyed Gilgamesh's character. I loved the um, the connection with him and um, Thena. Yeah. I liked that whole story bit. And he was her protector and keeping her grounded, I guess. That whole connection was... I liked that storyline. What was his power again? He had the punching fist thing. Oh, right. Which made me think of another superhero, like you're saying. but the Iron not- Fist? I don't know what Iron Fist is, but maybe I, I don't know what that is. No, actually, maybe think of um the way Shang Chi's things because he would throw his fist yeah, and throw it his would fist out, yeah yeah. So it made me think of the the Shang Chi. That is rings. interesting. Nobody else really fought, fought like physical fought. Everything was like yeah, Angelina powers. Jolie. She had, she had to, a sword. She had her weapons, but she had to fight. But I'm with just them. saying, she had weapons, not like fist fighting, because even, even like um, Iron Man and them are punching, and because uh, you know a lot of right. MCU for a long time was a lot of punching, and mm. now it's like lasers. Okay, everything's kind of like lasers, or there's not a lot of physical contact hmm. between the people. There's like a weapon, I guess. Yeah. Okay. There's like a lot more weapons now, and he was the only person. I was actually using his physical body. He had to get up and close. Yeah, he had to be very personal in his attacks. Yeah. Where everybody else could just like shoot lasers or swords or, you know, fire out of their eyes. Right. Oh, yeah. Also, that's that's X-Men, too. I forgot. What's oh, his name? Yeah. Cyclops? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, X-Men 97. We got to watch <laughs> the original X-Men again to All right. get ready for that. We have another Eternal, Druig. Which one was that one? He was... um. The one that was in love with Makari, and he was the one that wanted to mind control humanity and to stop killing each other. Oh, yeah. That guy was interesting, and I think they didn't use him much because he was the most powerful person. They're like, let's not have you remember him because he could actually fix everything or ruin everything. Right. Because I think that's kind of funny because... Well, he seemed to take himself out of the equation. Yeah. He was like, if we're not going to just get everyone to act right... Then I'm out because this is too painful to watch them kill each other. So I'm going to go and have my own little cult in the woods where everyone's cool. Right. And I think that's, that's yeah, that's kind of the ultimate superpower. It's like you can try and, f- 
Like you can try and fight and subjugate people through lasers or mm-hmm. punching them in the face or whatever. But if you can just get them to like join a cult, that's probably the easiest way. And then also a cult where you're literally mind controlling people. Like that's the easiest way mm-hmm. to to get people. So that's why I kind of feel like they're like, let's have him be taken out of the equation because he could just easily <laughs> ch- change everything. Could, they couldn't. Could he mind control them? Um, because they could attack each other physically. I don't. I doubt it. Or he just never did it. Right? He didn't. He never did, did he? I don't remember. I don't think so. But it's just kind of interesting because everybody else has the ability to do physical stuff, but mental stuff for some reason is off limits. That was funny when he made them all hit themselves in the face. When he stopped the fight, everybody was fighting. I don't know which fight this was, but between the Aztecs, all the people, yeah, yeah. and they were all all fighting and then he made them all stop and hit themselves right. in the face that was pretty funny i like that and the actor i think he did a good job and apparently there's a a whole thing with makari and druig that people stand makari and druig their little relationship which one's druig the one Wait, we're just talking Macari. about which one's makari makari is the, the speedy yeah oh right the speedy one yeah he seems he looks like he could be um Magneto. Like if you wanted to reboot, mm. it's kind of too late because he's still alive. But if you wanted to reboot X-Men, well, I guess if you rebooted X-Men, you wouldn't have um what's his name there? He's way too old to do it. But he looks like a young um Magneto McKellen, Sir Ian McKellen. Because mm. when I saw him, I was like, You look familiar. Because he has like an old young face. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um I already talked about the philosophy stuff a lot. Oh, yeah, it was the other thing. So the other thing that was messing up my brain was the Deviants look like Transformers. Really? Like the, when I saw them, yeah, like even the face, even the, the one that was evolving, he looked like, um, not Megatron. The, is Megatron the bad one? I don't, I don't remember. But he looked like the bad um, uh, Transformer. When and he then became the, more people and he got the four eyes? Yeah, the four eyes. He looked kind of like, huh. he, he had the shape and everything of like, I will take the all spark. Um, and then, <laughs> okay. then the deviant like lion things uh-huh. looked like some of the cat, whatever transform. I didn't, we didn't watch that many of the movies, okay. but I watched the previews and some of the movies. Yeah, and I'm I didn't like, see any of those. So I don't oh, know. This looks like transform. So it's that thing of like all these lores and all these right. stories start blending all so much. All your references are being brought in. Well, not brought in. It's just like to, to, to quote a genius. Okay. Kanye West. There's only nine archetypes. Okay. So when you have only a f- sure. f- nine or a few archetypes that last around the world, and, and um, especially now pop culture, um, f- there's there's bound to be overlap. But since we consume, at least we do, and probably most people consume so much media that's kind of uh, universe-based, this is going to be more prevalent over time where you're just kind of like, like how S- S- Snoke... Or whatever from Star Wars looks like somebody from the MCU, and I was just like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> these are like the same well, CGI Josh, characters." There is nothing new under the sun. Well, what about above the sun? <laughs> then we have There's to talk only to celestials. <laughs> yeah. Who uh, else? Who else? We didn't so- talk about Ajax, Salma Hayek. Oh, she she was cool. She was fine. She seemed like yeah. She was. I, just, I thought it was going to be a bigger deal. 
thought she was going to be more around. She was the Zendaya of the movie. What does that mean? She wasn't in it that much. Oh, of Doom. It was like, hey, look, you know <laughs> yeah. Salma Hayek. And like, she's dead. <laughs> right. She she just has a speaking role for the most part. You know, she obviously was in a good amount of it, but not really. Um, so let's talk about this baby. What baby? Telemuk or whatever his name. Oh, Talmud. Tiamat. 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 He's not a baby. Corgi butt. He's whatever. He's a big stone celestial thing. Or I guess he wasn't baby. stone. What he was about? gold. I guess he's a baby, but he's not a baby. He's a baby. I wonder what their deal is. And they like got, they come they out murdered fully a baby. Formed. Yeah, I don't know he what. He seemed it. fine with it. That's, I'm, I, I'm on the stance of this celestial had been brewing for seven thousand years and absorbing the energy of the people. Right, that's what was feeding him. Is that, that was, where our, is that where our farts go? That was the I I guess so. I, that was the um the umbilical cord. The nutrients and the energy he was getting from from people. So he was absorbing what was going on. Is that why we die? He's like slowly absorbing small amounts of our energy. You know, that's. And is that why I want to lay on the floor and I'm tired all the time? Maybe. Does the celestial zap in my my body? I mean, it could be. But I I think that Tiamat just had absorbed over 7,000 years. And when it was time and it started happening it seemed like maybe he didn't have control and it just that's what happens i don't know but um that when she gave the option to save the planet he was down or it was down yeah maybe but yeah it's just kind of weird that was my stance that uh they put a you know that also proves the earth is round <laughs> well, <laughs> does it? Yeah, I guess so. You can't have something yeah, inside a flat, yeah, thing. And then if it was cubed, that would be even weirder. Right? So. Dang, yeah. the MCU just All went right. against flat earthers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that 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 uh, the, the 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 Talmud guy. So what do you think do you about think, what? Well, do you think that that was the? Do you think he feels like he was murdered? <laughs> or... I don't know if he feels anything. I don't know. Like, we, we had that discussion the other day about the discussion of when is a child a child and when is a baby a baby. And Well, you know, Celestials, we don't know about. Yeah, we don't know anything about Celestials. But then that also goes back to my thing of if you're, if you're a God being, why do you have to have a baby? And is the baby you? Or you know, there's so many right. different questions in that kind of weird situation of. Well, if we knew more about the comics, this would probably make more sense. Maybe. But we don't. Maybe the comics are like, we're not going into that. Right. So I, I'm I'm on the train of Tiamat was fine with saving humanity, saving the earth at but, his expense. Right. Or its the, expense or their expense. Or I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, it would be. It's it's a very interesting thing. It, it reminds me. <laughs> I uh I'll probably post something on our Instagram about as soon as I saw him freezing I thought of Creed's human clay. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, it looks like that weird statue that's sticking out of the ground or collapsing on the beginning of their album." And I think that would be a weird occurrence to happen and know that there's um a frozen uh celestial baby sticking out of the earth and you don't know if uh, climate change is gonna wake it up. Wake him up, and then yeah. one day you just get ripped in half. 
and float out. What in also is sad is that humans being humans would still see it as a threat and probably go try and blow it up or something. Blow it up or free it. It beca- it be- could become a mm, a right. religious site where people worship it and try to get it the like. Because remember in um. Independence Day, they had those people when the aliens were coming. Oh, and right. People were like, "We're here for Welcome. you, our overlords." Right. So you know, I immediately be like thought this is going to be a new tourist attraction, and people are going to come here and rock climb. I believe that, and like climb all I over. I think it. that would be that would be the thing to do. Um, the uh oh yeah, also there was huge Matrix energy in here. Yeah. Not saying that the Matrix was the first idea. Once again, there was ideas before that. But this is like a huge... like Because their reality was not what they thought? Right. It's like four levels of the Matrix. Yeah. The Deviants are in the Matrix. The Eternals are in the Matrix. The human beings and the universe... Or the beings in the universe... Universes or whatever are in a Matrix. So it's just this whole thing of like, what is free will? And when I if I free myself, am I actually free? Because the other thing is, is that... Technically, right now, the Earth is on bail. They're not. They haven't been set. They're not free. They've just been like, your bail's been set at $100,000. We're going to do a trial. Right. And then we'll find out if you go to jail But they don't know this. People don't know this. No, he he said that when they came to him He took him out to space, yeah. He said, show me what you've got. Right, exactly. And then they took him. He had very much like the watcher energy. Yeah. When his eyes showed up in the sky. That was, I, that was, yeah. And that, I guess I also get Rick and Morty vibes because they steal from everything. You know, immediately what I thought was like, oh, show me what you got. (laughs) Show me what you got. Um, I kept getting, well, at the beginning, I got a little bit confused between Icarus and her boyfriend and Dane because they Mm. sort of kind of look the same. Yeah. (laughs) But also, then I find out that these two actors were on Game of Thrones together and, I don't know anything about Game of Thrones, but I think Kit Harrington's character was in love with somebody named Cersei on <gasps> Game of Thrones. What? So Game of Thrones people were like, OMG. I think he's the winter is coming guy. Mm. Oh, Snow? Jon Snow? Sure. I think. I don't know who the other guy is, but I think Kit Harrington was was Snow. Was was one of the guys. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um the other thing with the end credits. Oh yes. The. Do we care about Harry Styles? Um, I've never cared about Harry Styles, but not in a <laughs> negative way. I just that's not my demo. He seems. I think I watched him perform on SNL, and it, that was cool. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know much of Harry Styles, so I don't. It doesn't bother me. I'm sure some people are going to be mad. Because it's kind of like uh, me with Angelina Jolie a lot of times when she plays like the main role. Actually, when she plays the main role, it just doesn't seem like powerful. I So here's the thing about her in this movie. It was a great balance of power and mm-hmm. vulnerability. Mm-hmm. To me, she doesn't seem like a very vulnerable person in the way she's portrayed herself for the last 30 years. Because if you think of... Um, Girl Interrupted and um, when she played Gia and all these different people she was, even if she was flawed she had a ton of power or even if she had emotional things going on there was a ton of power but in that one movie we saw that I keep referencing where she was just a doughy housewife I was like oh this doesn't make sense so she was vulnerable in this movie but also very powerful And she, but the power was in her struggling between 
all of her memories, and then being a part of this family. So I thought she, she did a great job, and they did a great job casting her for that, as opposed to if she was... Um, she couldn't be um, Sprite, but like, you know, Sprite was always kind of like, oh, nobody likes right. me and I'm young and blah, blah, blah. Well, and like we're saying, I don't think she could have played Cersei. No. Like that wouldn't have been right for her. Like, you're right. That's exactly how to describe it. This was a perfect blend of power and vulnerability for her. Yeah. And I was not distracted. Usually, like you're saying, like I'm usually pulled out of it by Angelina Jolie, depending right. on the role. More more so in recent years than like way back, but right. Um, I think I think it's one of those things when your personal life outshadows your. She has a bigger your, presence. Yeah, it right. outshadows your actual acting life. Right. So you see her more. You you know for years we saw her more like with her kids and paparazzi and Angelina said this and she's on the cover of People magazine or something with some tabloid instead of every time we hear about her it's about her acting. So right, yeah. So I was she. I felt like she. Fit in well with this ensemble cast. Ensemble. Ensemble. Um, so the other one was the Blade, as we found out talking. Wait, Dane. we didn't even talk about the first. We just said Harry Styles. Did you have something on the first? Oh no, it was it was confusing at first, but it's like, oh, he's Thanos's half brother, and he's here to help. Yeah, he's like he's he's uh he's Lionel Hutz. He was he's like, hey, I'm gonna be your lawyer. <laughs> he was he's who is he? Eros. Yeah, he's like, there's the truth, and then there's the truth. Right. So, yeah, he knows the ins and outs. He's dealt with this before. So he'll be a great... Um, he'll actually you know who he'll really be is um, Robert Kardashian. Because Robert Kardashian was not OJ's lawyer. He was just there to consult. Okay. And he's a consultant. <laughs> what? On behalf of the Earth Eternals. Earth Eternals. But he's a, what is he? Is he not an eternal or he's a celestial? He's, he's or a, an a eternal. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, he's what is a, he? He's an eternal, I think. He's a titan. Because isn't Thanos a titan? Half titan or something? Yeah, he's like eternal titan. I think he's a titan. Eternal. Because eternals, as far as we know, are not real. Right? Or maybe they are. Well, they, well, we're is he seeing, another they, runaway we're eternal? seeing that they're, they're developing. Okay, so maybe he's another runaway eternal. Yeah, I can't remember. I think he's like half Titan, half. I don't remember. Because okay. I think this Thanos is like eternal. This titan. is where the MCU is going to get more tricky. Like we're saying, the more they open up the universe right. into more of the comic books, like I feel like I am going to start getting. Like, I neither of these end credit scenes meant anything to me right i was like i don't get this but i know that there's people that know these stories and they probably freaked out right. over these scenes but i am just like i don't have any idea what any of this means right and i think that's what i was saying like people who were just here for the blockbuster popcorn movies mm -hmm. they're, they're gonna make those movies still but i think Back in the day, you could go to an MCU movie and know, like, oh, man, we're about to see some shooting and we're about to see a good guy, bad guy. Now you have no idea what you're about to get. Like, there's a few movies I've missed that I feel like now I need to go back and watch. Yeah. Of the MCU. Uh, sadly, the Thors and probably need to watch. Um, I don't think I saw Age of Ultron. I don't I know what that is. I think all the tens. I thought you saw. Oh, maybe not. All the tens, probably I need to rewatch and you need to watch. So Thor 1 and 2, uh, Age of Ultron, um, Winter Soldier again. I think I fell asleep a little bit in that one. And Should we just have a, a full-on A 17-hour 
phase no, two? No, MCU in its entirety. That's impossible. It's you, like you're 50 getting hours. This, you're getting the Star Wars territory now <laughs> where you're just kind of like, you're going to die of, of bladder poisoning right. before you finish that. This will be your Thanksgiving break. We'll just watch all the MCU. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the second one. So the the one with Blade was interesting because I was thinking, wait, how is he talking to him? Like, is the sword Through have the a... the sword, I guess. I'm like, does the sword have a walkie-talkie feature? Or... <laughs> Maybe. Because I didn't think Blade could talk to people through his mind. So what is Blade? He's Is Blade a vampire? He... Well, I... I haven't I seen Blade either. Saying, I don't know what Blade is. I think that they were saying that Blade in the comic book, like his mom was bitten by a vampire while delivering him or while she was pregnant. But then... So he's a then some vampire? other... Then Venom or somebody, somebody, I don't know. No, 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 not Venom. Jared Leto's guy. That guy bites him later in life. And then, yeah, he's like a daywalker and he has vampire powers, but he's not, he doesn't have to drink blood. Okay, so it's more of a superpower being a vampire then. Yeah. Is that he gets like super strength, I guess. And then, yeah, he gets every, all the, all the amenities except it's like being able to eat a buffet, but you don't have to poop. Okay. Or no, you don't get full. Okay. Got it. Okay, so then somehow there's a walkie-talkie in the sword and whatever the Black Knight is, right? Wasn't that what that was about? Yeah, Black I think some, something like that. And whatever Black Knight is. Yeah, and then... And how he's related to Blade. And then they have some sort of... The sword and him have some sort of relationship because when he got close, the Ferris material started pointing like he was the North. So It came to him because it was yeah. his family... Yeah. Right? Because his great-grandfather was like the original one or something. I don't know. They were saying. Just like that Bollywood guy. And he was trying to say like his family has a complicated past. But then she got sucked up into the sky. He was like, you know the Crusades? That was my great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather. So is he getting his own movie? Black Knight? Um, They're doing something with that, I think. I can't remember. They just, you know, they just announced 42 TV shows and movies. Right. And I don't have that kind of memory. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I can remember some scales, but I can't remember names of characters. Well, is that our last thoughts? Pretty much. There's more places we could go, but yeah. The Eternals, yeah, it's a good movie. There's a lot of dialogue, so know that going in. Get a little bit of rest well, before you watch it. Hopefully you've already seen it if you're listening to this. Like I said, some people for some reason like watching things before they That's actually true. Listening to things about things they haven't seen. Well, I enjoyed it. It did feel too long, but I still enjoyed it. it well, it would have been a nightmare either way. Not Well, it's not a nightmare of a movie, but it would have definitely been... We would have been complaining either way. Like, if this is an hour, if it would have been 30 minutes less, I think we would have been even more confused. Like, wait, who is this right. person I and don't, why are they... Yeah, I don't feel like there was a whole lot extra in it. There's probably some things that could have been tightened up, but but I I understand why it was so long. I just, you know... When I start hitting the two hour mark, I get start feeling a little antsy depending on the movie. Like two fifteen. I'm like, okay, is this over yet? And I'm like, this will hit over two and a half hours. A little much, but low much. Low much. Low. Chloe Zhao did a good job. I enjoyed her directing, I suppose. She also wrote a lot on the script. She's also um Credited as a writer, screenplay. The, you know what the funny thing about this movie is? It was it was the story. I think it was developed by two people. They were cousins, I think, and one of them only has one film credit, and it was a documentary from 
of uh, five, four years ago. So I'm like, wow, how they do you do that? They must be connected somewhere. <laughs> I know, but still, it's just interesting. It's kind of like, to me, that's almost like a, a Baby Keem story where yeah. you're like, so you're cousins with Kendrick Lamar and then you were doing these little things on your own. And then Kendrick says, like, hey, do you want to help write the um, the soundtrack for, as I was to say, Back to the Future, um, Black Panther? And uh, it actually turns out, like, the work you did was great. And mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, okay, cool. But, yeah, yeah it, I it wonder would just be how weird. Much of, yeah, I wonder how much of it is their original story. Because I think it was rewritten a lot. Like, there's a bunch of drafts. I mean, well, every movie there yeah, is. But I think it. Chloe Zhao came in and rewrote quite a bit of it. Um, but yeah, I'm curious, like, how much... I I think they pitched the story. I forgot what I was reading in the article about. They wanted to do this kind of origin, the gods... Anyway, the Eternals, yeah. they pitched that to be a part of the MCU and they kind of ran with it and... But yeah, to not have any <laughs> credits behind you. And not saying he wasn't, he hasn't been doing this, anything. Yeah. He obviously does stuff that just doesn't get on IMDb or whatever. Right. But it's just interesting. Yeah. To, you know, for the outside world, for yeah. it to be like, wait, wait, you, how do you do what? one thing that's right. public and then someone comes to you or allows you to talk to them about, hey, I got this idea. Right. <laughs> like I have a ton of ideas, but no one's ever said, hey, Josh, we wanted to sit down with you and talk about your idea. Right. So, yeah. Pretty cool. All right. Well, since this episode is um, 45 minutes short of the length of the movie, <laughs> what is the movie? 220? 237. Oh, okay. We're only at 130. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um, remember to like, su- subscribe, whatever, buzzwords, hit the notification Do all bell, the call your mom. Hey, we just saw a movie.com uh, and uh, also on Instagram. And do the Patreon if you like. If you want to help us pay for our A-list, that would be most <laughs> sure. appreciated. Um, hey, Josh. Yeah. You know what's never saved the world? No. Your sarcasm. Oh, is that a lie? That's a lie from the movie, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Don't remember it. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>